Hello, 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 everybody. Thank you for being here. This is Zachary Reality, and you are listening to Zachary Reality. Hello, everybody. We are here with Joey. How are you doing? Oh, my God. I'm good. I've watched all your videos, so to be here is... A dream. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited been, to dive in. We've been following each other for a while. I followed you just because you're so happy and positive and gay. And it's just like really a fun follow. So now that you're on a reality show, I was all about it. And you get to see that more in the show too. And like, like I said, like, I think you're like the best top reviewer for like the housewives. Like, I always go to you for all the info and all the tea. Like, if I miss an episode or whatever. So I'm really, really excited to talk to you. Yeah. And talk more about the show, you know? Yeah, 100%. I feel like there's already been a lot of questions online, a little bit of backlash, which we will get into as well. But I'm all about it because I'm totally here for this like gay housewives type of show. And I'm excited about it. So congratulations. The Real Friends of WeHo is now on MTV. You guys can watch it Friday nights. I have to ask a little bit about what you were doing before the show as far as like influencing and how you got into that space. Well, before influencing, I worked in PR. So I had a normal nine to five. I was at Givenchy, then Tommy Hilfiger. And then I was kind of doing it on the side. And then uh, I kind of got the opportunity to do it full time. And I was like, I'm just going to take a risk. And that's, you know, what life is about, stepping outside the box. And that's why um, the inspiration videos kind of came about. And then it kind of turned into a full-fledged business. And then I signed with my first agency, um, big agency, like three years ago. And it's kind of been that ever since. And TV for me has always been, you know, a something I wanted to dive into and pivot into. So for me, it's a dream come true. And like, I think this is the exact type of show that... You know, it's very Joey. It's very like something I've always wanted to be a part of. Yeah, that's so awesome. So you're doing fashion PR, then you get into influencing. Now you're on this reality show and you're called The Influencer, um, which got a little bit of heat from Dorian. Well, Dorian. Okay, yeah. And I was just like, no, no, no. Content creators work so hard. Was that frustrating hearing him say that? Well, first of all, like when you own a skincare brand to talk about influencers and how you don't want influencers, to me, I'm just like, well... You know, most of my brand deals are skincare deals. So for me, I'm like, you know, I think you see more of what happens on this week's episode. But like, girl, like you don't talk about hating influencers and how we're deployed. That's such old news. Like there's some influencers that don't do the most, but like I'm a full-fledged working full-time influencer and you get to see it as the season goes on. Like the behind the scenes of what I'm really doing. Me with my assistant, me with my manager. You see a special project I've been working on for a very long time come to fruition. So for me, I'm just like, that's just such a like old take. It's like old news. But for me, I'm like, you must have had some underlying feelings about me. It can't just be that you don't like influencers because you own a successful skincare brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's going to need influencers to promote his skincare brand. And he's on this show just like you, just like everyone that goes on to reality TV is to promote their businesses and their brands. I mean, that's kind of the point of it. So we'll see the storyline play out a bit. Um, But I wanted to ask about the title, The Real Friends of WeHo. So you're from, are you from New York? Like, when did you move to LA and how has that transition been? Yeah, so people don't know that, like, I've lived in New York. Because a lot of, I see some of the backlash and people are talking about the differences between New York and LA. And, like, I lived in New York for eight years. And I moved Mm -hmm. here two and a half years ago and I just bought a house in West Hollywood. If you can do New York, LA is like a breeze. Like, you know, like New York is tough. It's where you get your work ethic. It's where you get your grit. And then LA is kind of like, you can kind of weed out the crazies and the uglies when you get here because you know 
you know, the people that are working hard. And that's where the influencer thing comes in too. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of like, you know, smoke and mirrors with influencers, specifically in LA. New York influencers are like a lot different. different. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually from New York. I grew up in Long Island. So I've been here three and a half years. We love a Long Island queen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm we obsessed. really do. Um, how did you meet your fiance, Brian? I would love to learn about your relationship because he's so private and you're so out there. So how does that kind of work? And will we see him a lot on the show this season? Everyone, my DMs are crazy about <laughs> Brian. Like, because right? I think the little glimpse of him, you get the first episode. Um, people don't realize that he was a big part of the season. And like, you get to see a lot of our relationship because like we're also in the middle before we started filming this is like happening in real time mm -hmm. so bring cameras in and like we're talking about like wedding plan like there's a lot going on that's a lot like we met on instagram right before the pandemic and then we kind of moved in with each other like five months wow. after because the pandemic happened so it all happened very quick and now here we are cut to owning a house about to get married engaged on a reality show so it's it's a lot but you see a lot of him and Really? For him to do the show, I have to be honest, was a big undertaking. You learn a little bit about his career, but so far you haven't really learned that yet. So he is doing it, you know, like he was so excited for me because he knows that this was a big deal for me. And that's a supportive husband. That's a mm -hmm. supportive fiance. Um, so he, him doing the show was a big thing. And we talk about it off camera. Like I just tell him how how much I appreciate him, him believing in me and doing the show with me because you'll get to know him a lot more. And like, I hope, you know, he's just like the best guy. So I hope people think that too, because a lot of people are so curious. Like, I feel like a lot of people want more of Brian on screen. So yeah, you see a lot more of him. Yeah, I definitely want to see just like true love, just like gay love on TV. We don't really get that a lot on other shows, especially like dating shows. So I'm excited to dive into your relationship and maybe some of the other ones. Um, he decided to propose to you with a watch. Can you talk to us a little bit about what that symbolizes for you guys and why it wasn't a ring? So this is funny because we were in the Hamptons like two years ago. And we were just walking around. We went to a jewelry store. And I was like, this has always been my dream watch. I was like, if we ever get engaged, like... I just want this exact watch. One time I said that it was like a passing by comment and cut to when he engaged, when he proposed to me, it was the same exact watch that I saw in the store that day, which is a very hard to find watch. And for me, that's just like things in my life have kind of like worked out the way that I've kind of like visioned them. So for me, the watch was kind of like, holy shit, this is like the next step in my career. Like I have a great guy for once after many toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. And this watch is something that like every time I look at it, or every time I see it, I just think of like that day and that special night between us. Um, and it just symbolizes our love. And like, it's stronger than just like a material thing. Plus, yeah. Brian's very into like investments and the watch at the end of the day is a very, it's an investment because it, it, it grows mm -hmm. value over time. So oh, cool. It's a win-win, honey. Yeah. And when is the wedding and how do I get on that invite list? Well, you're going to have to ask MTV. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, season two. But you will be there when the wedding happens. We discussed that a lot throughout the season. We You have to watch the rest of the season because it's a it's kind of like a real battle of like when, no, but I think towards the end of the season, we finally have like some sort of resolution as okay. to like what we can both agree on because we have different ideas. We're also renovating a house, bitch. Like okay. there's a lot going on and... Um, we want to find out the perfect time to do the wedding that makes sense. And it's just very me and Brian. It's fun and specific. And we just want to make sure it's like perfect. 
Yeah, and it, hopefully it goes a little bit better than the engagement party, which we saw on the premiere. Now, we have got to get into the show and some of the noise online because I have some burning questions for you. I first have to know, how long ago was this show filmed? And you said you were all about it, right? So there was no hesitations? Um, There was a little hesitation, I think. But not really. I have to be honest. I was yeah. just excited for the premise. And the people that I had talked to before were just great people. The best thing about the show was just, like, everyone that we got to work with. Like, it was just great people. But there was hesitation. Like, listen, you're taking six gay guys that you know from literally six degrees of separation. The first episode title was not, you know, that's true. Like, mm -hmm. um, but for me, it was also an opportunity to dust off some of those friendships. Doing it on camera is a whole different scenario, and you get to see that, too. But... For me, it was like, you know, Brad, for instance, like we, he's always someone that I kind of wanted to be closer to. And there was a lot going on with that friendship. So, you know, obviously some people kind of talked to me about Todrick and, mm -hmm. um, but I'm like one of those people who always wants to give people the benefit of the doubt to for get sure. them better. So that's what it was for me. I was like, fuck it. Like, what do I have to lose? Life is too short. And I think that anyone that gets the opportunity to be a part of such an amazing show that does have so much great representation. Mm -hmm. I think that we got to celebrate that, you know? I'm still so proud of the show and I'm still so proud of, I still feel the same way I did the day I signed up for it, no regrets. Yeah, I was saying on my TikTok that I felt like Brad was like the Kyle Richards of the show, like holding down the fort. I kind of feel like Todrick is the Lisa Rinna, maybe. Um, which housewife would you be? I think that I would be, I think I'm a little Rinna and a little like Kyle, like mixed together. Maybe a little Erica Jane, because there's like two two sides of Joey, which you'll also get to see um, more. Like people don't realize the first episode was just like, more getting to know us and yeah. just like a little snippet. And now we really dive into like us and our real lives. And I think people, you know, might've had opinions about like what it was the first episode. But if you look, everyone that saw the first episode really loved it. I hope you loved it too. So, you know, I think I'm a little bit of a Rena, Erica, Jane and Kyle all mixed together. Who, what would you say? Who would you say I was? Cause you're the pro. Yeah, I am. And I feel like you have to be more of a Doree. Super I love that. I will, that. I will, like, I will take that. Because I feel like Rinna is stirring the pot and I know you're going to get into some drama this season. You already have been, but I don't think you're going to be like overly messy like we would expect from Todrick or even Dorian, who I feel like is kind of messy too, but he's like the resistant one. Well, first of all, I love, you know, Todrick and I have become such good friends. We talked for an hour. I actually talked to every single castmate yesterday, just like fun, nice okay. conversation. Like we all talk so often except for Dorian because, you know, mm -hmm. he won't be at the wedding. Um, gotcha. But you know, we all have this like relationship and you have to realize that people that want to talk about the show, by the way, everyone that's talking about the show haven't, hasn't seen the show. You know, I'm going to dinner with Brad and Curtis tomorrow night. Like we have, we've become like so fucking tight and you only get to see that trajectory. It's such a beautiful thing. So like, I don't really understand the backlash of like, well, some of them were friends. We all kind yeah. of were friends. Second of all, like you get to see relationships flourish. Like throughout the season, which is like, I think the best part of watching a television show. It's like that with a lot of reality TV shows. Like everyone meets for the first time. Jersey Shore, they met for the first time. Now they're a family, even the housewives. Um, but this show is getting a lot of backlash, I think just because the gays are so brutal. Um, my review I did on it, I got so much backlash and I'm like, I'm not even on the show. Leave me alone. Let me be excited for a gay show. So what do you like have to say to those people? Are they just not giving it a chance? And why do we think the gays are so catty? I want everyone to just give it a chance. And I think, you know, I try and not look and I'm a very positive person. You know, my presence online mm -hmm. is just positivity. And like, even for my castmates and me, it's like, 
I'm still so proud of the show. So I can't focus on anyone saying negative things, especially people that haven't watched the show. But like, you know, more and more every day, like there's all these positive, amazing, you know, reviews and people talking about it now in a positive light. And those are the people that have watched the show. So like, you know, to everyone, I just want everyone to give it a chance because it's such a beautiful show with like real stories and it's so authentic to all of us for me personally like i put myself out there honey and like you only got a small glimpse of it the first episode so for me like i hope everyone you know even listening now just decides to turn it on and and watch and i especially the next episode this friday is like so pivotal and i grew so much from the show and to get people and to let people in on that growth is just such an amazing thing um it was like therapy real quick so it's like Mm -hmm. getting a peek behind that door of like what therapy would be it's like therapy for joey i needed it like you see you see a lot of growth and um i think it'll be cool for people to watch but i try and not pay attention to the negativity because i'm just not that person Mm -hmm. um and anyone that's really talking about it online is really just bringing more light to it bringing more publicity to it for people to watch Yeah, and like where are they like you know i think the representation thing is really sad because we should be celebrating anyone that makes their dreams come true. And for me, this is a dream come true. So yeah. we should be celebrating that. If anyone else got a show and I saw online, I would never think to like tear them down. For sure. I agree with that. And I also think that some people were just giving backlash, I think, because they wanted more representation in the LGBTQ community. So I think if anything, this show will just propel that further in the future for more diversity in this community. I think they were just frustrated because it's like WeHo. And maybe you guys don't all live in West Hollywood. I know James lives in Palm Springs. We but all like, hang out there, though. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what mm-hmm. people don't get. No one says the real friends of WeHo who live in WeHo. Yeah. But we're <laughs> filming all around WeHo. I only, I mean, I stay in WeHo, honey. Like, I know you I, do. I live in WeHo. I stay. Like, I'm just, I never really go out of that vicinity. Same with me, Brad, and Curtis. Like, we're always there. James, even though he doesn't, like, technically live in WeHo, like, when we go out, we're meeting for lunch, dinner, whatever, in WeHo. So, For me, that doesn't make sense. Also, another thing I want to say is just like, you know, this show, you're never going to have a show that's going to be every single checking every box. But this is the start to what could be something that has every representation on different shows, different different cities. Um, So, you know, the more people are hating on it online, the less, you know, there's not going to be a chance for the rest of the community to get a platform like this for their own cities or for their own groups that they have, you know? So it's yeah. like, even for like you, like if you ever want to be a part of a show like this, like if people keep pushing this down and try to like make these, like people don't realize that the more they're trying to like get people to not watch it. If this doesn't do good, there's yeah. no opportunity for anybody else. Yeah. And I know that, um, you know, MTV and RuPaul's Drag Race said that they wanted to, uh, Um, have this show to show more LGBTQ stories in a different light, which is why they're airing this right back after RuPaul. Are you a big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race? Are you watching the season? I love, I've I've loved RuPaul since season one. And I've always loved Ru. And, um, you know, Shangela actually gave me really good advice before the show came out. She's like, girl, people are going to come for you, like X, Y, and Z. And like, for me, like just hearing her tell me that and like those those words of wisdom and just like, you can't, worry about it and she has the same take on it that I do Mm -hmm. like this is a big door opening for the whole community and you know RuPaul's Drag Race is always going to be there because it's such a major show and it shows such a big part of our community and then leading that leading us into a whole nother part of our community Mm -hmm. these are the building blocks of what could be something you know major for the whole community not just one our our representation our group of friends 
so sure. many different versions of it. We want that, you know? Yeah. And I think we saw so far that Curtis is the one who's like opening up about his sexuality. And we're kind of hearing him with that story where he wasn't super comfortable. Is this show going to be a lot of overcoming obstacles that LGBTQ people face, that gay people face? Is it going to be a lot of drama? A lot of, is it like a mix of emotion and drama? It's, I literally have chills because there's so much heart to this show. And, Mm. you know, you go, like I said, the first episode, you get like the tiniest glimpse of everyone's, even Curtis's story, which look at throughout this, you just have to like, I want to like cry because especially Curtis's story throughout the season, you haven't seen anything yet. Mm -hmm. But like someone working that out on television for real, um, you know, it all, it made us all closer, but also it's just like, you can't duplicate. You have to know that like, that's such a special story to share for the world to see. And it's beautiful. And like, to be a part of it was just an amazing thing. It was like such a journey. So like the show encompasses all of that. And of course there's a little bit of drama because it's six gay guys together getting, yeah. together, but also letting ourselves be working through real shit that the gay community goes through every day. Yeah. And being able to see it. And like, my hope for the show is just that like, in general, the little Bobby in Nebraska or someone uh-huh. like I never had someone to look up to on TV. So I would hope that sharing these stories and being vulnerable, like we've all been on the show, can help people. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I think I, as a fan, definitely want like a little bit of a mix. I do want to, well, I do want that side of it, which you just explained, but I also do want it to be entertaining and show that gay people can just like exist and have fun and be friends. Is there one guy that you think could have been cast who's like a socialite in WeHo? Um, that wasn't because I think Shangela would have been great too. I love Shangela. You know, this is the start. So I think mm-hmm. for the first time show like this and in this world and this time in the world, I think this is just the start. So I do think that the casting was on point. And I think you'll get to know that as we go. Like you have to realize like the person and the people that work their asses off to get to the show. It's not easy for a show to go to air nowadays. Mm-hmm. People don't get that. It has to be pilot, casted, whatever. Then it yeah. takes so long to get there. So the fact that we have this platform already and people are trying to tear it down doesn't make sense because to get another show on the air like this is so it gives the opportunity for the next casting round and for the next city to give better representation even more. So I think this is such a solid start with the people that we have and the cast has just been like a joy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a rumor flying around that there was one person cast for the show, but apparently some people didn't want to film with him because he had an OnlyFans. Could you clear that up or do you have anything to say about that? I can't clear it up because I just think that, you know, when we were before we were filming, MTV doesn't give us like you. This is the exact guy we have hearing like we hear like who might be a part of the cast might be but think about it. I can't be like, I won't film with that person or I'm not going to film like that's not the way it works. So that's a rumor. I think, you know, none of us were in a position to be like, we'll definitely not film that person. By the way, like I'm an influencer. I have an untraditional, like people would have loved to see that. So, um, but I don't think it's to blame on the cast. I think it's just like, there's always other internal things that you don't know what's going on, but yeah. Also, none of us knew the exact 100% cast before we started filming with each other. Gotcha. That's awesome. And um, are you guys going to be going on any trips this season? Like, how much is it like Real Housewives? And how are you we guys making it your own? Oh, where we are you guys going? Trip. Can you say? I can't say okay. yet, but it's a really good place. It's very, a lot happens on this trip and it's very transformational for all of us. And um, this trip was probably the thing that really brings the whole like season together and um, I have a very big moment Ooh. that is something really stepping outside my comfort zone and doing something I'm like, you know, just 
uncomfortable with and you'll see it but a lot happens when we're there you might get glimpses of it in this episode this friday we might start talking about it in the next few episodes but it's a fun ass trip honey a lot happens cute so how many episodes are we talking and will there be a reunion um I'm not sure exactly how many episodes, um, but you will have to wait and see. And reunion, I hope they do a reunion. Me too. I I think there's a lot to discuss, especially with all the outside noise. So for me, it would be great to do something where we could all like have the platform to kind of talk about that. I think it'd be smart for the network to do something like that and to set up all of us just kind of going over like all of this talk and this backlash and like what happened throughout the season because we still all talk there's a lot of things going on now with the shows between the cast and i'll just say that there's a lot of texting and you know Mm -hmm. you can see who follows who like it's a lot there's a lot going on so there might be some drama between certain people on the show right now which i guess we'll see a lot going on and who's gonna host this reunion andy cohen karamo zachary reality Zachary, you're the best of the business so maybe it'll be zachary reality exactly i'm ready would you host a reunion yes i think i i want to host reunions of reality shows or host reality shows i think that's like one of the goals i had when i started um, making reality tv content i think that you should i'm gonna put you up for the job because i'm always for i think you deserve it Thank so you. I'm going to put you up for the job. I've seen a lot on Twitter about people are starting to watch the show. And now the Twitter conversation is about like the first episode, which is exciting for me because when you watch the show, there's a lot to discuss. So like yeah. people are talking about now we need a reunion already. We want to know what's happening between, you know, so I think, I hope we do it. And I hope you're the host. Okay. Fingers crossed. It's all happening. Um, as we kind of wrap this up, I want to know what um, you're working on outside of the show. And then what is kind of like your storyline that we'll see throughout? Like, how are we going to see Joey in a different light than on TikTok? You see Joey in a very vulnerable state. You see Joey, like I really went on to this just for like promising myself that when I went on the show, there wasn't going to be like anything for TV or whatever. So I went on full fledged Joey. Joey can be a scary place though, honey. Like, you know, being, I'm a lot, I have a big personality. I learned so much about myself throughout the season, but I think you see a lot of growth, hopefully. But I think you also see, you know, my more insecure side throughout the season. And I open up about a lot of insecurities that, you know, nobody has any idea. My audience online, it's really the videos that I would, use talking to myself that I give to my audience. So I think people will be very surprised to see a very insecure side of me, but opening up and like really leaning on my group of friends that I filmed with for the show um, to help me through that. And I don't think I would be able to do it with a different cast. Like Mm -hmm. that's why I think the cast was so good because the way that my friends on the show were there for me while we were filming that you get to see is like even tomorrow, even Friday's episode, like, you know, the friend that comes to my to my defense, to my side, um, is someone I don't think people will expect to come to my side. So I think, yeah, you just, that's why we all have this special bond because I need a lot of support throughout the season, honey. And yeah, they that's so cool. Well, I'm honestly so happy for you. I've loved you for so long. I know you support me too. So I'm just over the moon. I cannot wait to keep watching the show. Um, where can everybody follow you and where can they tune in to watch the Real Friends of WeHo? You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. It's at Joey's Avic. To watch The Real Friends of WeHo, you can do go to the MTV app. It's on MTV every Friday at 9 p.m. And you can also find it on YouTube now, the MTV reality page. Um, you can find it. You can find it everywhere. Just go to your Apple TV and search The Real Friends of WeHo and it will show. Um, I hope everyone likes it. This, this week's episode, gear up and giddy up, honey, because it is. We really dive into everything this week. 
Awesome. Cannot wait. Everyone make sure to follow Joey and check out The Real Friends of WeHo. And thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. Whether you listened on Spotify or you watched on YouTube, be sure to rate, review, give it a thumbs up and let us know your thoughts on The Real Friends of WeHo in the comments below. Thank you, Joey. And we will see you guys later. Thank you, Zach. Love you. Bye.